not only is it Monday, but we have made it to the week that we have all been waiting for. That being a day week, spring game week for your Alabama Crimson Tide. We start off this Monday getting your work week started off correctly on the hottest show on the streets. The number one form, number one ticket for all things Bama. Football news in my own words with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. I have to have everybody tuning into the network to channel the show on this evening. There's always a lot to talk about, discuss, break down, touch up on things of that nature. Gotta shout out my man John Ivory, brother from another mother in the building in the production studio handling those ones and twos. As always, we're bringing you the show from the magic city of Birmingham, streaming this to you through YouTube. Speaking of the channel, uh, go ahead right now and give us a thumbs up on the show, like the show, uh, hit that subscribe button. Also, turn on those notifications so that way you can have the best in news, notes, uh, analysis, and coverage on your favorite program, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Not only are we streaming this to you through YouTube, but we also have you covered here on Facebook. Facebook and Twitter as well. So all forms of social media got you locked and loaded here where the show is concerned. A little bit later on, we'll be joined live by Justin Smith, the lead scouting and recruiting analyst for TDA to break down uh, recruiting 2022 recruiting for the Crimson Tide. Bama going to have some visitors on campus for the A-Day game. We'll get to Smith about that. And also the recruiting debt period will be going away as of June the 1st, these young athletes can take some visits here to these respective college campuses. So a lot to talk about with one Justin Smith here later on in the show. But as always, folks, we want to hear from you on today. You can do this by calling 205-448-1358. That's the number to dial to let your voice be heard on the show, uh, 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358. As always, folks, that daily Super Chat goal, $75 daily Super Chat goal. You guys have been absolutely amazing helping us out here on the show where the donations are concerned. But now... Jumping to the first topic here of conversation on this evening, uh, Bryce Young is the man at quarterback for the Crimson Tide. He's the clear-cut, head above shoulders. He is the guy for Alabama at the quarterback position. Coach Saban continues to rave about his performances, what he has done, uh, his dominance in running the offense, having full command of the playbook, having full command of uh, making the plays, extending the plays, uh, creating things out there on the field, being the man in, in every sense of the word. And here's a young brother that the last two scrimmages, the last two game-like practices, we're talking about seven touchdowns, four in the first scrimmage, three and the one over the weekend, and just the coaching staff impressed with them, the, uh, the, the teammates around him impressed with him the fans of course you guys highly impressed with what he has done uh, thus far and after not being able to have a spring where he could showcase these types of tendencies and him being the highest rated quarterback regardless of recruiting service recruiting network metrics across the board and discussing the the 2020 class 
you know, COVID robbed him of this uh, a season ago or a year ago. So now we're getting the opportunity to see, you know, all that he brings to the table this spring. And according to Coach Saban, you know, after the second scrimmage, Coach talked about, uh, you know, Bryce uh, played extremely well. As I mentioned, very much so emerged and excellent, excelling in the playbook. The, the one thing he wants to see – of a sophomore take full advantage of is having that presence on the field in terms of you're the guy, you're the man, be the guy, be the man, take charge, take command. When you walk into this huddle, what Saban wants Bryce Young to feel like is when number nine walks into the huddle, everybody around number nine feels like we're going to win this game. We're going to win this game. We're going to dominate the opponent across from us. We're going to win a championship. Why? Because number nine from California is in this huddle. And the big question here for a lot of quarterbacks is at times you wonder, you know, can I just lead by example more so than, than me talking? And I understand why that's a big question at times because a lot of quarterbacks – they have the fear of, I don't want to step on nobody's toes. I don't want to overstep anything. I don't want to feel like I'm coming off as harsh, you know, things of that nature. But at the quarterback position at some point, you've got to be able to, you know, open up your mouth, talk, command the guys in the huddle, command the guys in the locker room, you know, be vocal in the team meetings, be vocal where you are because, this is your team. These are your guys. Coach Saban is handing you, and by you I'm referring to Bryce Young, the keys to a $100,000 Maserati. He's handing you the keys to you know, a million-dollar car. You know, he, he's trusting you to navigate this car, guide this car, drive this car, You know, do what you got to do with this car. Just, dear Jesus, don't crash the car. <laughs> he's handing you the keys here to this car, and... Well, it can be tough at times, you know, trying to go from being a leader by example to being a vocal guy. You know, Young is starting to kind of grasp the picture, uh, grasp that concept. I remember prior to the second scrimmage, Brian Robinson even talked about it. He mentioned how, you know, Bryce has gotten the understanding of, I've got to command this group. i got to talk. I know I'm from Cali. i got that Cali swag. I'm laid back. I'm chill. I'm cool as a cucumber. I'm kind of, you know, got my own sort of vibe about this thing, but there are going to be moments where, you know, he's going to have to get in some guys' faces. He's going to have to, you know, talk to some guys and, and get that confidence of the players around him up and get the confidence of the players around here around him elevated. Like, he's he's got to speak for the guys in the room. I know he's young, only a sophomore, but he's about to – he's transitioning now to being kind of an OG in the room, so to speak. He, he's got to talk – He's got to speak, and he's kind of gotten the um, the understanding of that now. And just first, case in point here, you know, Bryce has got three guys that he can sort of emulate here, if you will. And when you discuss those three guys, I'm referring to Jalen Hurts, Tua Tagovailoa, and of course Mac Jones. All of those three sort of knew how to be you know, vocal leaders, and they grew into that role. You know, Jalen Hurts in 2016, you know, also in 2017, you know, he was that guy from Texas that would get in your face. He would demand excellence. He would command excellence. He would talk to not just the offensive guys, but the defensive guys too. And he had that presence about himself that when number two stepped in that huddle, everybody felt like, oh, shucks now, we finna win. 
We finna win. We finna dominate. We finna let it do what it do because number two is in this huddle. He knows what's going on. The same thing with Tua Tagovailoa. Now, Tua, it kind of took him a little bit because, you know, he came in when Alabama had an established guy in Hurts, and he kind of had to feel his way out there. But when Tua found his voice, when Tua was like, you know what, I can talk, I can speak, I can be confident, I can, you know, let myself be heard here. When Tua started to grasp that concept, then people started to feel like, hey, when 13 is in this huddle, we feel like we can win a football game. We feel like he knows what this is about. He can do what he do. He can handle that thing. So Tua grasped the concept, and even down to Mac Jones of uh, this past season of uh, the same deal, understanding that this is my team, this is my huddle, these are my guys, so I got to be able to exert my voice, talk, and craft my own sort of leadership, leadership style. So this is where you know, Bryce Young is at this point. We know what he is as a talented player. He's got the throwing ability. He's got the ability to be accurate. He's got the ability to be precise with the football. He's the magic man. He has the capability to create a lot of magic plays. Saw it in high school at the prestigious uh, modern day. Uh, saw it when he was competing at the different competitions, whether it be the Elite 11 or the opening or wherever, you know, Young was out there competing on the field, you know, post high school. And of course, everybody, you know, excited to see, you know, what this young man can do. I've talked about it before. In every recruiting class, you have the toast of the class. And by toast, this was the guy that when he signed his letter of intent, you went, that's enough. That's all I wanted. He's here. With him, we can conquer the world. I go back to 2008 here. People were happy to get the Mark Ingrams, the Court, uh, the Donta Hightowers, the, the Mark Barons, the Marcel Dariuses. You were happy to get those guys. But when Julio Jones signed, that was who you wanted. That was the guy. When Julio put on those gloves, when Julio signed that letter of intent and threw that hat on, y'all felt like we got Julio, we can conquer the darn world. It was the same thing. In the 2017 class, you guys were happy to get Najee Harris. You were happy to get, uh, you know, guys like Jerry Judy, Devontae Smith, Henry Ruggs III, you know, all of those guys offensively. But when Tua Tungavailoa said, I'm taking my talents to the Crimson Tide, y'all shut the TV off. Y'all say, pull the hand now, bro. Pull the hand now. Pull the hand out. Pull it out, baby. Pull it out. Throw it on me, dog. We got Tua. We got Tua. We got Tua. This was the only one I wanted. This was the only one I felt like we need to get pulled and head out. Let's get drunk. Let's have a party. We got our dude. And this is the same thing where Bryce Young is concerned. You guys were happy to get the Will Andersons. You were happy to get the Tim Smiths. You were happy to get the Malachi Morris, the Brian Branches, the Javon Bakers, all of those guys. But when Bryce Young put his name on his letter of intent to Alabama, y'all said, pour the hen now. Pour the Remy now. Pour the Dallin Perrion now. Pour the bottle now. What a great goose at. Pour it now. We got our guy. This is the guy we wanted from the jump. Nobody else got him. We got him. Let's roll. We feel like with Bryce Young, with B.Y., with number nine right here, we can conquer the world. And so far, 
Well, throughout, throughout the spring, especially in the first two scrimmages, uh, dominated there. Once again, seven touchdowns, four in the first one, uh, three in the second one. Uh, Coach Saban, very high on just his maturation in the playbook, his maturation in working with Bill O'Brien, his maturation and being a guy that can create plays, but now, you know, wants him to continue to take those steps of this is your team, Bryce, this is your room, Bryce, this is your offense, Bryce. Take that ownership. Take that command. Talk that talk. This is your group to operate and, and run. And, and so far, he is starting to get the gist of that. He is starting to get the concept of that. And looking forward to seeing what he does here in the spring game, which is, once again, folks, Saturday, this weekend, noon Central Time, Bryant-Denny Stadium. Uh, uh, ESPN will have the call for the matchup. But we take our first break here on the show. Don't touch that dial. We're just getting started. Upon our return, we get to your phone calls, your thoughts, your tweets, your chats, your conversations, a dialogue with you, but Tide Nation after this. You're watching In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith, brought to you by We Own the Fourth Quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace today by visiting weownthefourthquarter.com. Throw them foes up. Every sports fan deserves the proper representation. Whitwill Sports introduces to you the title towel. Wave that title towel in the air like you just don't care. In support of Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Only $9.99 and it lasts a lifetime. Head on over to WhitwillSports.com and get your title towel today. Remember the taste of Grandma's delicious sweets? Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes brings back those precious memories with just one bite. Each cake made from scratch. They make the perfect dessert to share with family and friends for any occasion, and ordering is easy. Visit Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes.com. Click the online store and shop. Then pick up your fresh cake at the kitchen in downtown Homewood. Order yours online at Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes.com. Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes, making memories from scratch. As we are now back inside from the break on a Monday, getting that work week started off for you correctly. I'm a number one ticket for Bama football news. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. This week is the A-Day Week spring game coming up on Saturday, noon Central Time kickoff. ESPN will have the action there. Uh, for the spring game at Bryant-Denny Stadium. The Crimson Tide will also be honoring the 2020 National Championship get championship team following the A-Day game. Uh, Nick Saban will speak. Mac Jones will speak. I believe, a, I believe a speech will also be given by Heisman Trophy winner Devontae Smith as well. Pretty cool right there. But we get to our super chats as you guys have been absolutely bananas right now in the Super Chat, so we'll get to him right now. Jimmy Clay, boom, baby. Jimmy Clay, baby, starting us off. As always, that $50 donation. Appreciate Jimmy Clay. Behind him, we have McConnick. McConnick, that $25 donation coming from him. Behind McConnick, we got Richard G, who slides in here with that $10 donation. Appreciate that from Richard G. Behind him, we got Lloyd Gray, that $5 donation from him. Behind him, we got Cliff Reese, who pops another Abraham Lincoln, another $5 bill. And behind him, we got Roll Tide and Rise Up, that $25 coming from him. 
that super chat goal of $75 has been reached. $120, $120 here in the donation of buck 20 here. Appreciate the love coming from you, the Alabama football fans. Thank you guys so much for everything that you do. But right now, we go to the phone lines here. Phone uh, call statement brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang, 205-448-1358. But it's a number to call in to let your voice be heard on the show, 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358. And we start things off with Wayland. What's going on, man? How you feeling, Wayland? Well, i tell you what, it's Monday, Blue Monday, Blue Monday. That's what Fast Domino used to play on the piano, you know, he'd tickle that ivory a little bit. i tell you what, this Blue Wrench game, God, I might let me stop here. Man, i got a fan myself. i tell you, it's money floating around. Maybe I can get about a five off. Maybe I can go up to Jack's, get me a hamburger after a while. Steven, I'll tell you what, we've got a lot going on here today. It's always Monday, like I said, and uh, all the people in the uh, chat, you're looking good, the Blue Wrench gang, cities, towns, countries, and states. We always want to remember these people. What keeps this channel going? We appreciate everybody. TDA, I guarantee you appreciate y'all. But we had a little conversation. You know, it was sort of sad there. You know, we watched the Blazers. <laughs> excuse me there, my allergies. Uh, over the weekend, um, have their last spring game there in Legion Field. And, you know, that's that's uh, that's the last game that will probably be held in Legion Field, except for the Classic, you know. And it's really sad to see that uh, that stadium, all the revenue and all the great college football games, uh, the teams, the players uh, it, that was at that stadium, it was unreal, Stephen, to, to see that stadium go like it's going now. I mean, in, in the words of, uh, of Antonio Langham, a former Alabama defensive back, weighing uh, the old gray lady, uh, Legion Field was good to me. It, it was good to Langham. It was good to Alabama. It, it was good to college football. It was good to the state, you know, as a whole. So, uh, absolutely, I agree with you. To see the Blazers uh, depart from that stadium and, and go elsewhere, it, it stings. It, it really does sting because the memories that uh, Legion Field holds – yeah, all, like I said, the plays, the coaches, the players, all the great plays, game-winning plays, game-winning tackles, I tell you. We talked about it last night. Ryan Brown sort of summed it up the best last night on the zone there, 33-40. And I'm going to end it like this, and uh, I'll let you uh, 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 say something about the old line, see what you think about that after I do this and sign off, and uh, we'll uh, maybe discuss a little bit of the old line here for Alabama. But I'm going to end it like this. This is what it was when we was kids. We all talked about it yesterday on a Zoom call yesterday. And so this is what was said. I have no idea what the future holds for Legion Field, but I do know what the past holds. So many great childhood memories of games. I had no idea how fortunate I was to attend, how true that was. Birmingham will move on to a shiny new stadium, but the old gray lady's memories will last forever. All right, Stephen, get on that old line for me. I'll see y'all later on. Be safe on Tuesday. Be back on Wednesday. Bye-bye, everyone. Appreciate the call that coming from Wayland starting us off here on a Monday as we get into now. Final topic as you guys continue to get your thoughts in, 205-448-1358. That is, number, that is the number to call in, 205-448-1358 here, but. 
A freshman Alabama wide receiver has officially joined the daddy team, and that individual is Ajaye Hall, a number 17 out of the state of Florida. Hall on Sunday welcomed a healthy baby boy into the world by the name of Zion Hall. Zion, 7 pounds, 10 ounces, 19 inches, strong, healthy baby boy Zion Hall. So Ajaye, um, a sense of motivation, a sense of pride, and an added push to for him to want to get out here on the field want to have that success and want to push for someday to make it to the NFL because now he's not only fighting for himself but he's fighting for a, 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 a young man a, a little person a baby a child an offspring a son an, an extension of himself so congratulations to Hall on bringing in a healthy uh, baby boy or or helping out and bringing a healthy baby boy into the world, uh, Zion Hall there. But we take a break here on the show. Don't touch that dial because upon our return, people, we will sit down with Justin Smith, the scouting and recruiting analyst for TDA, the talk for 2022 class. There are visitors coming in on A-Day. Who could those visitors be? And the recruiting dead period is being lifted? We talk for Justin Smith right after this. Start of the fourth quarter. We throw them foes up. But now you don't have to wait until the fourth quarter. Get your four finger bling necklace at we own the fourth quarter.com. It's the first and only logo that captures the essence of all Crimson Tide players and fans as we represent the legendary Alabama football fourth quarter dominance. Get your four finger bling necklace right now at we own the fourth quarter.com. Get yours today and stun on them haters. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. We are back in here from the break. I'm a number one form here for Crimson Tide Football News on a Monday. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. But now we are joined graciously by the real legend, the real maestro, the real boots on the ground when it comes down to recruiting. I am the floating spirit. This guy is the real deal. And it's none other than our own Justin Smith, the scouting and recruiting analyst for TDA. Join us virtually. How's it feel? How you feeling Justin? I'm feeling good Stephen. it's great to be back it's been a minute since I actually been on it's, it's good to have you back Justin I mean you, you've recently gotten married a lot has been going on in your life man you are constantly on the girl on the go congratulations on you uh enjoying the married life right now but the, the first thought to you Justin is when you look at 
the A-Day game uh, this weekend. There are a few visitors here in the 2022 signing class that will be at Bryant-Denny Stadium. One of those guys you mentioned to me was a five-star quarterback, Ty Simpson, here. So how big is this for you know, Alabama? How big is this for Simpson to be able to have you know some of these visitors here for the 2022 class on campus for the spring game? I think it's going to be huge considering the fact that most of these guys haven't had an opportunity to visit any schools in a couple of months because of the recruiting dead period that has been in place for over a year now. So I think it is big, especially for in-state recruits, because this is looking like it is going to be mostly in-state recruits who attend a day on Saturday, including prospects like Justice Finkley, a four-star defensive end out of Hurt Trustful High School, along with his teammate Amari Kelly, another four-star recruit and wide receiver out of Trustville. Also, Antonio Kite, a four-star athlete out of Aniston High School. Looking at guys in the 2023 recruiting class, we look at Tony Mitchell out of Thompson High School in Alabaster. Also looking at another tie commit who will also be in Tuscaloosa, and that is four-star linebacker Robert Woodyard, who I got an opportunity to talk with a couple of weeks ago, less than a month ago. He told me that he was really solid with this player for the with this player to the Crimson Tide. So I think it is going to be a great time for those guys to get to Tuscaloosa, enjoy a game-like atmosphere, get a chance to see the guys run around on a Saturday in Tuscaloosa. And I think it is going to be huge to have a trio of Alabama commits in town at the moment when you look at Emmanuel Henderson, five-star quarterback out of Geneva County High School, along with Robert Woodyard and Ty Simpson. So it could be huge for the Crimson Tide in terms of in-state recruiting, but looking at the future in a dead period, being possibly being lifted in a couple of months here, I think that is going to be even bigger for the tie in the rest of college football. If you're just tuning into the show, ladies and gentlemen, on a Monday, in my own words, yours truly, Stephen M. Smith, Touchdown Alabama Magazine. We're joined here by Justin Smith, virtually the scouting and recruiting analyst for TDA, talking about the 2022 class and beyond here. So, Justin, you just brought it up here. The potential for the NCAA to lift the recruiting debt period off of uh, uh, June off of June 1st, and you've talked about it uh, with me. So, should this happen should the league take this step and uh, that recruiting debt period is taken off that ban is lifted and on june 1st these coaches can uh, you know contact recruits the recruits can have these different visits that they want to have how major will this be uh for alabama and coach nick saban to get back to hosting these guys having these visits and be able to pinpoint the guys it wants to get I think this is going to be humongous. I cannot overstate it. I think things are going to get pretty crazy in the recruiting world if the NCAA goes ahead and makes it official that they will lift the current recruiting dead period on June 1st. I think we're going to see a lot of guys take as many visits as, as they can right off the bat because during the global pandemic, there has, there has been a lot of uncertainty and guys have always wanted to take visits, but they were unable to. And you never know with the way the global pandemic has impacted everyone. You never know if we could go backwards. So I think a lot of guys will try to get on as many campuses as possible. That is what I am hearing from multiple recruits and multiple recruiting classes. I think we will see a lot of 2022 guys not only take visits. I think these guys are going to try to get their official visits in, visits in as, as, mo as much of them in as possible because I think like I said earlier, that was one of the biggest things the 2021 recruiting class regretted about their recruiting process with 
COVID-19 affecting it. They really hated it. They could not get out and take official visits. I thought it was a way that they could have took taken official visits, possibly four or five guys, but of course that did not happen. So I think a lot of 2022 recruits will take official visits to schools of their choice during the summer, possibly make a decision before the senior season, especially for those guys who won't to do that anyway. I know a couple of guys in the 2022 recruiting class already have official visit dates locked in to visit Tuscaloosa this summer. One of those guys is four-star offensive lineman Tyler Booker out of IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida. So I think things are going to get pretty crazy if the NCAA does up that dead period. And as I said earlier, I think a lot of 2022 recruits will take official visits. So, Justin, as we look at here, one of the guys that a lot of fans have been wondering, what is he going to do? What will be his move? And that's the other uh, five-star of the highly touted prospect, JT Tumawanga. Uh, I know you and I have talked about him at Nazi. I mean, he's one of the guys in that 2021 cycle that, you know, did not have a chance to take you know, a lot of visits due to uh, the pandemic, and he, he's trying to see, you know, what his move is. The fans kind of want to know what his move is. So, in your opinion, as much as you are as, as close if you, as, you, as you have followed this, what's your percentage if you have one, or how close is Tumawanga to possibly committing to Alabama? Well, I think this was, in terms of his recruitment, I think this was the last chance for him to take some visits before he makes a decision that is one of the things he has always said he wanted to do. And if the NCAA dead period was extended once again past May 31st and went throughout the summer, he would have to make a decision without taking any visits. So I think at this point in his recruitment, he does have an opportunity to take some visits before he makes an official decision. So I think that is next up in his recruitment. Alabama still looks to be involved in his recruitment at this point. It's, bit of an, it's a bit of a strange situation in terms of him possibly taking visits in June when it's, when a lot of guys in that 2021 recruiting class will be enrolling or have, would have already been enrolled at the school of their choice at that particular time. But I think they give, this gives him a window to take a couple of visits, possibly a week or two before he makes an official decision. And I think that is something that he is going to do. He has waited this long, and I don't see him not taking advantage of this opportunity with that window being open. He's Justin Smith, ladies and gentlemen, the lead scouting and recruiting analyst for Touchdown Alabama Magazine, joining us virtually to discuss the 2022 class and beyond dead period for recruiting, a potentially potentially may be lifted by June 1st, according to the NCAA here. And some visitors for the Crimson Tides 2022 class will be looking to uh, attend this spring game, the A-Day game, coming up on Saturday. Justin, as always, man, appreciate you coming on, spending some time with us to talk about recruiting, giving us the lowdown here for the tie on that aspect. You stay safe, my man. Take care of yourself. Be good. Thank you, Stephen. Absolutely. It's always great to have Justin on here to talk Crimson Tide recruiting. Looking forward to seeing Ty Simpson and others on the campus here this weekend uh, representing the 2022 signing class for the spring game. We take a break right here, folks, but upon our return, we dive back into a conversation with you. We take your phone calls, your thoughts, your tweets, your chats, your donations. Don't touch that dial. We're coming back to In My Own Words. Don't touch that dial. Call in right now as we're taking your calls up next on In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith. Brought to you by We Own the Fourth Quarter. Visit weownthefourthquarter.com now to get your four-finger bling necklace.
know what we do at the start of the fourth quarter. We throw them foes up. But now, you don't have to wait until the fourth quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace at weownthefourthquarter.com. It's the first and only logo that captures the essence of all Crimson Tide players and fans as we represent the legendary Alabama football fourth quarter dominance. Get your four-finger bling necklace right now at weownthefourthquarter.com. Get yours today and stun on them haters. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. Back into the action here, folks, on a Monday, starting that work week and that A-Day week of correctly on the number one form for Bama football news. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. And before we get into the phone lines here to take your calls, got a few super chats to get to. My man, Mattress Matt. Mattress Matt's in here with that $5 donation. Appreciate it from Mattress Matt. And then we have Kraft Caleb One. Kraft Caleb One with that nineteen ninety-nine donation. Nation coming up in here. And then we got the Pimp Man, Pimp Man, Senator Hines of the Blue Ridge Gang, that $24.99 donation in here to the Super Chats here. Appreciate the love coming from everybody helping us out here on the show with your donations. Also, got to remind you of MyBookie.ag, latest sponsor of TDA, MyBookie.ag. So, you feel lucky, you feel fortunate, you feel like you have the skills to pay the bills when it comes to wagering on these Alabama football games or other football games for that matter. You check out our guys at mybookie.ag. You make the right play and sign up today. And when you do, you use the promo code TDAlabama to get your deposit matched halfway. That's all the way up to a thousand bucks. You can't beat it. You can't beat it. You cannot not. Beat it. So check out our guys, mybookie.ag. That's mybookie.ag using that promo code TD Alabama. But 205-448-1358, that's the number to call in and want to hear from you. 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358. But as you're getting your thoughts together here, another topic. Big Al is the beloved mascot on campus. I mean, uh, He's at Bryant Stadium. He's at Coleman Coliseum. He's at Rhodes Stadium. He's at Sewell Thomas Stadium. He's at Foster Auditorium. Basically, anywhere that Alabama's having an athletic event, you can find Big Al. But for the first time in his life, Big Al will have to share the stage with another elephant. Yes, a new member has joined the University of Alabama. Folks, feast your eyes on Tusca. The 19-foot, 7-ton bronze statue of an elephant that is right now being installed outside Bryant-Denny Stadium. It's on the southeast corner of University Boulevard and Wallace Wade Avenue. Uh, Tusco was given to Crimson Tide by the Westerfeld Company. The Westerfeld Company 
presenting the, the, the University of Alabama with Tusca. Uh, Tusca was actually crafted and designed by English artist uh, Terry Matthews. It was actually at the River, the North River Yacht Club uh, since September of 2000, where he's been He's been well, uh, Terry Matthews has been a part of that yacht club since then. But here is here is Tusca, the 19-foot, seven-ton bronze statue of the elephant. Hopefully, Big Al is not jealous here. But we take a call right now. You're live on the show. What's going on tonight? Hey, what's up, Steven? It's uh, Mattress Matt down in Mobile. How you doing? Mattress Matt, what's going on, buddy? Oh. Man, um, everybody's just hating on Mac Jones lately, aren't they? I mean, in, ter in, in, ter in terms of the NFL, yes. And I had this conversation to in last week's show. I mean, if you're going to rip one quarterback for having, you know, weapons at receiver, you might as well take your shots at taking down every quarterback. But because it's Mac Jones, I don't understand why people like to spin this agenda and, and not give him his just due credit. I mean, everybody, every team and quarterback in major Division One college football is going to have four- and five-star weapons, but we do not lacerate them. So why do we sit there and attack Mac Jones because of it? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like they want to say, uh, you know, uh, Devontae Smith made Mac Jones. So, so Mac Jones wouldn't exist without – uh, the elite, uh, you know, Devontae Smith. But, you know, you could also say Devontae Smith wouldn't be Devontae Smith if it weren't for Mac Jones, who who threads the ball exactly within an inch of, of everywhere he's supposed to put it 90% of the time. I mean, it's r ridiculous his, his accuracy. Um, I didn't – I just found out. I didn't even know this. He has the highest completion percentage in all of college football history. Um, he does. He, he does. He, he uh, has that. The highest QBR rating in history. Absolutely. So, I mean, as far as the numbers are concerned, he's the best quarterback in all of college football history. 100%. And then on top of this, you go. true. And, and, and along with that mattress match, you also have to look at everything that people have said he can't do, especially against the Blitz, he was one of the best quarterbacks, if not the best quarterback, this past season against the Blitz. He was. So, you know, the, the no escapability, no mobility thing, I mean, that's I mean, that's just not his style. But if he wanted – if there's some running backs that don't run a 4.6940. And Matt Absolutely. Jones ran a 4.6940. Would you want somebody two hundred and twenty pounds, six foot three, running at you at, four, at a four six nine forty? No, he could he could be a, a runner if if he wanted to be, but he doesn't have to be because he can he can throw the ball wherever he wants it whenever. So, uh, I think he might be the next uh, Tom Brady. Uh, pe people are you know bashing him right now, but you know let's wait five years from now and then we can laugh at him. You know, um, absolutely, absolutely. M m I appreciate that call there. I appreciate that call there coming from Mattress Matt. I, I agree 100%. And that's the guy that a lot of people compare Mac Jones to is Tom Brady. But we take our next call here. You're live on the show. What's going on? Hey, what's up, man? This is uh, Brent calling from North Carolina. What's going on, Brent? Nothing much, man. You, you Alabama guys are so funny, man. Uh, I'm a Clemson guy. And 
and I know we didn't we didn't uh, seal the deal last year, but you know all this talk about Bryce, you know, y'all just really have to stop it, man. <laughs> and the DJ's the guy. I mean, come on, he showed in high school. Head up, this guy really just took Bryce Young to the to the shed, man. Um, and I think we're going to have much better improved year. Um, and it's just really funny listening to you guys. I, I kind of just like to go to different different sites from time to time. And uh, we already had our spring game, but you know, you guys are just uh, it's it's funny listening to you. Really thinking that you have a chance next year. <laughs> I'll be honest. I I I, I want to see Bryce and DJ meet up in the championship game. I really do. Because these were the top two quarterbacks, and I mean, yeah, I, I, at least two or three games. I, I, I'm telling, you, I want to see these two meet up in the championship game because these were the two biggest quarterbacks in the 2020 class. I want to see it. I definitely want to see it. But I, we appreciate that call from Brent. We appreciate that call from Brent coming from North Carolina. I definitely want to see DJ and uh, and Bryce meet up in that championship. That's gonna be fun to watch. There, we take our next call here. You're live on the show. What's going on? Just in time, brother. This is Mike from Kentucky. What's going on, Steven? Man, doing good, man. Doing good. Enjoying this Monday, man. A-Day is this weekend. Apparently, uh, Big Al has to share the stage with Tuska. I don't know how he feels about that, but uh, Tuska's here. <laughs> well, I got some news for Bryce from North Carolina. He That boy ain't lived long enough to see Alabama lose three games. I don't know what he's talking about. I mean, he, he he's talking about he's talking about DJ Uyangalele at Clemson and, and DJ's strong quarterback. They both came in the same cycle, but I'm looking at Bryce and uh, go ahead. They played a couple games in high school against each other. They split them. They you split know, them. The boy okay, is good. They split them. He did put up 435 yards against Notre Dame. Last year, the boy the, the boy can play. I ain't knocking him, but uh, he don't have the complement of players that Bryce Young's going to have. No way, no how. Good point there, Mike. Good point there. I mean, Bama's, Bama's got horses at wide receiver. I mean, Clemson returns Justin Ross, but aside from him, they're going to have to find who else do they have. We appreciate you, Mike, for that call. Mike from Kentucky chiming in on the whole DJ uh, Bryce Young conversation right there. We take our next call. You're live on the show. What's going on tonight? Hey, man, this is Smitty from Florida. What's going on, Smitty? Hey, man, um, not much. Uh, thanks for taking my call, by the way. Um, I wanted to talk about this whole um, this whole um, Matt Jones thing, man. Uh, I just feel like, you know, a lot of the people out there talking trash about him, um, trying to make it seem like he doesn't deserve to go three. I feel like San Francisco's thinking outside the box. Instead of taking a risk on somebody, um, i.e., like, I don't know, I, I'll just say Justin Fields or some of the other guys out there. <clears throat> if Matt Jones fits their system, then why not trade you know, first round and second round picks for future years to take their guy. You know, I just I I don't get why people are always, you know, trying to make it out to be more than what it is. You know, instead of instead of drafting somebody that doesn't fit their system and he ends up being a bust, I don't understand it. Smitty, I agree with you on on that point, and um, we, we've we've heard Mac Jones talk about how much he respects Kyle Shanahan. He has raffled off different things that the 49ers do and do very well. And I've mentioned this also in, in a recent to a recent caller, uh, Mac Jones, um, best uh, as far as play against the blitz, 
best play as far as completion percentage, QBR, whatever you want Mac Jones can do. And people talk about, well, he's not a runner. He's not a runner. You got to run in the NFL. You got to run. You got to be wow and explosive, fun. Alabama did not require Mac Jones to run. That was not a part of his job description. But just because it was not on the job description doesn't mean he can't do it. We saw it at the pro day. 4, 6, 8, 40, a 32-inch bird, you know, near 10-foot broad jump. We see if Mac Jones is in an offense that calls for him to be athletic, he can't do this. So I'm excited to see him at the next level. We appreciate Smitty there at Florida for that call. We take our next call. You're alive on the show what's going on it's your boy senator Hines, and i'm coming in hot steven what's good brother we got the pimp in the building. what's going on pimp man first of all mr clemson fan that jumped in talking about we're gonna lose two to three games show me where on our schedule where you see us being in a game that's tighter than 12 points show me anywhere because we're about to blow out miami the team that's gonna beat the brakes off y'all the first game of the season we're probably gonna drop 63 on them and let doggone Paul Tyson and, and whoever else, we probably let a walk-on QB get some snaps that game. So uh, you can kill that noise. Um, and then, too, man, people talking about Mac Jones, man. Mac Jones, for, if the 49ers trading up to get him, they're recruiting for a system. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo was not a great quarterback when he was coming from New, or, uh, New England. That man came over, and he just had a few games after Tom Brady got injured, and they brought him over because they saw he was a system quarterback. When New England drafted Tom Brady, who did they have? Drew Bledsoe. What was Drew Bledsoe? A pocket-passing system quarterback. What is Tom Brady? A pocket-passing system quarterback. 49ers trying to follow that model and get them a fresh a fresh system quarterback that, that can excel at, 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 at um, being an expert in the system. That's what made Mac Jones so great at Alabama. Every, the, the season he started, he mastered the system of uh, Steve Sarkeesian, and that's what makes him great. If you look at all the videos of QB scouts that do those YouTube videos and stuff, there's one guy in particular that just described how every DB that Mac Jones played against, every top DB he played against this past season, they said the same thing. This guy, he ain't the fastest. He ain't got the strongest arm. It just seems like he knows exactly what our defense is doing, and that's what makes him great. It's not always the receiver. It's just that quarterback getting the ball to him right when they need it. So that's all I had to say today. Mr. Clemson fan, we won't see y'all in the playoffs maybe in two years. You know, DJ ain't trash, man, but y'all need a lot more weapons to hang with us. TDA fam, I love y'all. Roll Tide, everybody in the chat. Blue Ridge gang, we out. I'm out, Steven. Appreciate the call that come from our own Senator Hines chiming into the conversation. Folks, we're going to go to a break right here. But upon our return, we will get into uh, – other standout moments, other big moments, other key moments that happened in the second scrimmage prior to the spring game. Don't touch that down. We'll be right back to in my own words. If you're an avid Alabama Crimson Tide fan and you love to flaunt it, then show your Alabama Crimson Tide support by grabbing the Alabama sneakers. They feature bold Crimson Tide graphics, so no one will be able to question where your allegiance lies. When you add these sweet sneakers to your Alabama Crimson Tide collection, go to stsfootwear.com and use the code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. That's code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. Go to stsfootwear.com and get your Alabama sneakers today. 
Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. We are back in here, folks, from the break. I'm a number one ticket here for Bama football news. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Happy to have everybody tuning into the night show. And before we dive into the final topic of conversation, got to remind you, TDAware.com. That's TDAware.com. So for all of you fans still overjoyed with the Tides National Championship, we want you to check out our championship collection merch. That means you go and grab you an 18 of them things, folk T-shirt, hoodie, or sweatshirt, as well as our Guy 18 We Do shirts. Designs which feature all 18 championship years on the back of the shirts. You head over to TDAware.com. Do it right now. TDAware.com. Go over championship collections tab and get you that merch today. Showing your support for Coach Saban, the University of Alabama, the student athletes, and us here at Touchdown Alabama Magazine. But as great as it was, and before we get to the final topic, Jimmy Clay, baby! Jimmy Clay had $25 donation, $25 donation, the super chats. Appreciate that love there from Jimmy Clay. But as we get it out. Um, as great as it was, as awesome as it is to hear the success of the production and how Bryce Young is taking full, total, complete command ownership of the quarterback room, there were some other aspects of the scrimmage that were standouts, that were highlights, that were marquee moments from over the weekend at Bryant-Denny Stadium. And the first one was, how about Roy Dale Williams, y'all? How about the running back? Roy Dale Williams, the brother, went off. A sophomore from Hueytown High School here in the Birmingham area. I was told by a number of different sources who were at the scrimmage, this dude had the best day of all the running backs, over, over 100 yards rushing. He broke a 40-yard run to the house for a touchdown. And this is a guy that's battling for recognition in the running back room just due to he's fighting against, you know, Brian Robinson. He's fighting Jace McClellan. He's fighting Keelan Robinson. He's fighting Trey Sanders, of course, when Trey gets back uh, from his rehab coming up in the fall here. But he's fighting all of these guys for recognition, for conversation. He's saying, hey, Roy Dale, I'm here. I'm here. Look at me. Talk about me. I'm here. And over the weekend, the young man had his say. Over 100 yards rushing, including a touchdown in the second game-like practice, despite, you know, Alabama had some injuries on the offensive line. Evan Neal got nicked up a little bit. Javion Cohen got nicked up a little bit. There was some switching and some swatching going on up front. But no matter who was in front of big 2-3, Roy Dale did his thing. And it was a big moment for him. Proud of him. He's showing the coaching staff, you got to keep an eye on me. I, I, I'm proving you, I'm showing you, but I'm the real deal. And I can do this thing coming out of the backfield. So, 
Roy Dale Williams, the first, uh, one of those first you know, marquee standouts there from the scrimmage. Going on down for, to the next guy, Javon Baker is starting to come alive here at wide receiver. He's got it now. He's come alive. He's come full circle right now. Coach Saban talked about it. The mental errors are down. The production levels for him are way up. And you know, he was a guy that people wanted to see more on the field last season, but due to the coronavirus pandemic, didn't really see as much time as what he would have liked to. But he has taken full advantage of the spring. And in the last two scrimmages, uh, Baker's been catching touchdown passes from Bryce Young, whether it's on slant routes, whether it's on post patterns. I believe uh, in the second scrimmage, I was told he had a 25-yard touchdown reception from Young. So Baker's in the flow. Baker's understanding. Baker's got it down right now. And he will be a guy that will start in the upcoming season. He will be a guy that has finally put it all together. Look for him to start. In the upcoming season, along with, you know, guys like John Mechie, uh, Slade Bolden, Xavier Williams, Baker will get quite the amount of, uh, of playing time. Very proud of his growth and progression. But uh, along with Baker here, will Alabama have two tight ends? Is Alabama popping two tight ends in the fray? Yes, they are. And along with Jaleel Billingsley, feast your eyes on Cameron Latou, who is the next big tight end. For the Crimson Tide, I've been told the secret sauce for Alabama's offense this upcoming season will be the two um, integrated in there with Jaleel Billingsley. Billingsley, Billingsley will, will be more so stretched out wide or split out wide as a receiver. You will have the two on the end line there as a tight end that will go out there and catch passes and create a lot of matchup problems. According to Coach Saban, I mean, this young man, tremendous spring, uh, a lot of maturity, has gotten, has become a, a very prominent, uh, productive C-gap blocker there on the end line. But he's got the hands, he's got the route concepts, he's got the physicality. And it was actually last year, last season in practice, where the tight ends were starting, to, the, uh, the, the quarterbacks, excuse me, were starting to develop that chemistry with Latou, and they were hitting him for touchdowns in practice, and that got the coaching staff's attention to really bump him up, raise him up, elevate him on the roster. And going back to his days with the New England Patriots, this is what Bill Belichick had, not Bill Belichick, Bill O'Brien, had in the pros. He had a Rob Gronkowski that he would split out wide, and he would have an Aaron Hernandez that he would put on the end line or, spread, or put him out wide also to create just a ton of matchup problems, a ton of matchup nightmares for uh, opposing defenses and uh, Latou had you know, several catches in the first scrimmage, including two touchdowns. He also caught an 18-yard touchdown pass per source, as I was told, from one Bryce Young. So if you're looking for the secret sauce for Alabama's offense here in the upcoming season, Jamil Billings a tight end, but watch Cameron Latou, the other tight end, being infused in, the, in here. Expect to see both of these two on the field a lot together at the same time, making things happen, creating those matchups there for Alabama's offense with Bryce Young pulling the trigger. Moving on down, here we go to the kicking game. Perfection still lives for Will Reichert. Perfection still lives for the junior, by the way, of Hoover High School here in the Birmingham area. Reichert uh, made all five field goals in 
the second scrimmage, including a game winner there. And uh, the, the young man that had you know, made all 14 field goals a season ago, made all 84 of his point after touchdown attempt. So to have him back out here as one of the leaders of the team uh, and one of the strands of the team, just seeing how for so long prior to this past season, U.S. Bama fans were wondering, do we have a solid kicker? Does Bama have a kicker? Does the tie have a kicker? I'm tired of sitting here and watching other programs make 50 plus yard field goals and I'm sitting here doing my own life Jennings impersonation must be nice but now we finally have a field goal kicker in terms of the the Crimson Tide so Will Riker doing his thing there. Uh, perfection still is for him, 5 for 5 on those field goals at the second scrimmage. And then last but not least, uh, the punting game. Coach Saban proud, happy where word the punting game is as of right now. Uh, Charlie Scott had a, solid, had a strong day over the weekend. His best day uh, of spring ball, he has not been able to train or, or practice or go at it as much due to uh, trying to recover from an injury there. But he had his best performance in the second scrimmage. And for, for Charlie Scott, he will consistently boot the ball 40 to 45 yards. So that's kind of his stick there. That's his skill set. He will boot it that far. He will drop it inside the opponent's uh, 20-yard line. He can do that. He's got that in terms of consistency. Now, Ty Piron, this is uh, J.K. Scott 2.0. He will boom it. Ty Piron will hit 50 and 60-yard moonshots every single time. The thing with, with Ty is he will hit – Three to you hit two to three moon shots, and then he'll have a 25-yard punt. He'll shank a punt, and then you know Coach Saban's looking at him like, "What's up with the shank right here, man?" So it's the consistency with Piron. Of course, he's cleaning that up now. That's what Coach Saban wants to see him do: is consistently go 50, 60 yards a punt every single time we put you out there on that field. So this A-Day game will be an opportunity for Pirine to have that consistency in terms of flipping the field and not having those moments where you know, he's shaking punts, but we all know he's got the leg, especially after seeing what he did in the 2019 season. But those were just some of the other uh, standout performances, joining one Bryce Young from the second scrimmage. But, folks, as always, you want the best in news, notes, information, and coverage here on your favorite program, the Crimson Tide. You can access this by downloading the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. You can get it from the iPhone App Store if you're rocking Team Apple. Google Play Store if you've got the Android phone. For your audio listening needs, we got you right here. iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, Overcast.fm or iHeartRadio. We got you covered right there. The good and gracious Lord sees fit. I'll be back on Wednesday continuing the conversation that is Tide Football. As always, Tide fans, you can purchase individual copies of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Have those sent to your door. That link is in the description. Also, if you're trying to cop the print edition of the magazine, you can do this by going to touchdownalabama.com. You click join, become a member, subscriber today to get that print copy of the magazine. Also, you can check out, you can get that four-finger bling necklace, four-finger bling jewelry courtesy of weonthefourthquarter.com. That link in the description. Also, got a shout-out, Mechanic, before we walk out of here, that 502, $5.02 donation for the Super Chats. 
fans. Appreciate Mechanic for the love and all of you, the Bama fans, for, for your donations, your super chats, spending time with us here on the show. But until next time, people, husbands love you, wives. Wives appreciate, value those husbands, children, continue to do the right thing, good thing, fun thing, smart thing, legitimate thing to not be bored. Get you those three hearty meals a day, those three great laughs a day. Protect yourself, protect the loved ones around you. Till next time, folks, spending my own words.